Imagine standing at a crossroads. One path leads to obsolescence and the other to unparalleled growth. Today, we're dissecting the automation debate. Buckle up. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. Welcome, everybody. This episode is brought to you by the Sales AI Mastery, which is a new program I am releasing to help you unlock cheat codes of ChatGPT you skyrocket your earnings, automate manual tasks, and 10x your professional skills in record time. Be the first to know when this is launched, because it's going to be soon, and get on the early bird list. There'll be a link in the show notes, and we'll take it from there. So today, I'm excited to talk about this, and I've kind of came to the conclusion that I really, really need to step up my game in terms of being more outright in terms of what I think and feel of what's happening right now in the space, just because of how rapidly things are changing. And, you know, one of the things I feel like we're running into right now is automated quicksand or automation quicksand, if you will. And so I kind of equate it to, it's like being blindsided by a quieter, faster predator as a hunter. And there's the potential that that 30% of sales jobs could get eliminated. And Previously, I was thinking this might take place over the next two to three years. I think there's a possibility, although it might not be 100%, maybe maybe 30% chance possibility that this could happen over the next 12 months, which is mind-blowing. And so that's why I want to start sharing episodes like this, where just based on what I'm seeing, based on what I'm hearing from founders, based on like advisory consults that, that people are coming to me for AI tools on, um, just what I'm seeing. And, and it's happening really fast. So it's kind of like a chess game if you look at it where all of a sudden you feel like your opponent's playing like twice as fast as you, right? You're rushed, you're making mistakes, you feel overwhelmed. And so it, it kind of feels like that right now with the state of sales, you know, there's tools like Air AI, which I think had over a hundred million dollar investment. And it's really to automate the process of, of communication. I mean, if you really look at it, Google Duplex, which is an AI assistant, uh, that was to basically act as a local assistant and schedule calls to businesses and make appointments. That was released in 2018, okay? And that was like pretty proficient and it mimicked human behavior. And so I imagine there's a lot out there that we even haven't seen access to that is behind, you know, that's that's not in the public versions. And so um, I wanted to point that out. So one, I think the first step is just seeing that with the multimodal like voice and everything kind of converging together. And then the other, and this all started nine months ago, which made me, really, really, really focus and dedicate what I'm doing to the understanding of AI and how to integrate it into sales and, and how it's going to affect us as, as leaders, as entrepreneurs, as companies, as professionals. And the reason being is there were certain skill sets that I had. And so I wanted to test it on things that I knew to be true based on experience, based on seeing repeatedly over and over and over again. And one of the things I did was I noticed, you know, I started pulling from from basically knowledge and understanding that took me thousands and thousands of hours of meetings to see in repetition and understand. So I asked it that question and basically in 15 to 20 seconds, it gave me an answer that was really, really good. It wasn't hundred percent, but it was really, really good. And that was just in the beginning. So that's why I think we really, really got to watch out for this. Uh, and if you're in sales uh, or you have salespeople, this is something that you need to watch for within your organization. Okay. And so 
Here's the solution. I, I think there is a solution to this. I don't I don't think we're just going to get all get lambs that are slaughtered like when there was the apocalypse in Terminator 2 and they they showed the playground with all the the kids and the people just like turning into dust. I don't think it's going to be like that. However, I do think you know, you have to kind of remember the whole David and Goliath thing, right? Where the story where you know, he didn't try and outmuscle the giant, right? We we can't outmuscle AI to the point where it's making millions if not billions of transactions a second and looking at data sets that you know within minutes or a day we could do more in our lifetime right so instead basically david used a, a, a slingshot which is a tool right and so what i'm thinking we could do is leverage this more so through the lens of like all right let's see this as like a an iron man suit that you could put on right how can we become you know we're human now how do they we then evolve to become a cyborg um not effectively a real cyborg, but a cyborg with how we work, right? And then effectively becoming superhuman where we're like Tony Stark flying around uh, and leveraging different skill sets that we have from that Iron Man suit. Obviously, we're not really flying around, but you know what I mean in terms of the speed. And an example of that is like when I used one prompt and three plugins and it did the work of three to four people in terms of creating a content summary, it created a blog, it created a video and it created an audio, like totally unique without me doing anything. All I had to do is type in some commands and some sentences and then I created that. Okay. And so really, really, really like want to think through that. And it's like, all right, like if we're looking at like the, another example of like the tortoise and the hare, it's like, okay, we got the tortoise and the tortoise beats the hare over a long period of time. But what if the hare actually had a jetpack, right? And that that's what happens with you with AI. And so um, looking forward to that. And here's actually like a real specific framework that you could leverage and take away and leverage today to use this to start getting ahead and, and be on the path to making yourself un- unautomatable, if that's even a word, right? I just wanted to use that, but unautomatable. So I would take uh, an audit on yourself, like a Sherlock Holmes type audit where you start solving the case without the data and, and effectively look at everything that you're doing uh, in terms of your job, whether you're in, in sales leadership, whether you are a sales professional, marketing, it doesn't matter the, the role, but look at what you're doing and look at what's repetitive. It could be repetitive. It could be stuff that you hate and soul sucking and really, really what's consuming your time, right? So look at it more from like a time aspect and repeatable task aspect, right? Okay. And then the next thing you want to do is for step two, look at what's on the chopping block, like the AI chopping block, right? And, you know, ask yourself these two questions. Can it be automated uh, and then automate it, right? So, like, can what you're doing be automated or automate it? And this doesn't just go for what I would say is, like, entering notes into your CRM or uh, something in terms of, like, consolidating follow-up for uh, meetings or something like that, right? There's tons of tools that could do that, that you could leverage, Also think through it through the lens of like, okay, how can I help automate my process and structure of thinking, at least, you know, in terms of ideas, not in terms of the whole thing, right? Because I'll give you an example. This is kind of like if you had to create, let's say, a whole whole content strategy, you could could have a a framework or a template that you used, and then you have your topic, and then you kind of brainstorm it, you put all that content in, you come up with the ideas, and then you kind of go back. And if you're looking at this, of how people used to do it. You also look at titles, you look at copywriting scripts, you look at hooks that worked in the past, right? 
Well, instead of doing that, what you could do is leverage AI as a starting point and give it very specific instructions and parameters of what you want to do. So then instead of starting from scratch, you're starting with something that's already 80 to 90% of the way there. And then you can iterate and innovate on top of that, which gives you a really, really strong approach. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is take AI initiative in your organization. The simplest way to not be replaced by it is to truly understand and utilize it in a day-to-day basis. The number one thing I hear from people is, oh, I've played with it or I've used it to write an email, or my my team isn't using this. I just talked to a CRO yesterday and he basically said, oh, well, we, we used it to understand uh, some transcriptions. We used it for some other stuff, but that's it. So most people are very, very early on. You are not late uh, to this. Uh, you might feel like you're very far behind and you might be behind some people, but basically you could accelerate exponentially in a really short period of time. So that's step two. Um, or I should say step step three, the initiative, right? And then what I would also do is in terms of start using it, you're probably like, Ryan, what tool should I use and, and how do I use it? So very, very simply, one of the simplest things that you could do is leverage a large language model. Don't go straight to a tool because close to 85% of tools are built on the large language model. So what I mean by that is GPT-4, they're built on Claude, they're built on... Uh, perplexity, all these other models, at least those are the text ones, right, are built with a foundation of these large language models. So you don't need to buy 50 tools if you just truly, you don't, yeah, there's a better way to phrase it. You don't need to buy 50 slave tools if you understand the one master tool and how to leverage it, right? And that's the large language model foundation. So leverage that and, and use it. You could use it, for example, things you would look up on Google, right? Just try it with AI, implement that in there. You have an idea or something that you're not sure of, ask the AI, right? Uh, So I think that's the next thing that you want to do is really focus and start using it on a day-to-day basis. What's naturally going to happen is, and this is what happened with me, I've heard many other people mirror this story, is effectively, you're going to get excited once you start using it and you see like what's possible and what the results are, and it's going to give you new ideas of how you could use it. Or what it's going to do is also give you not just new ideas how to use it. It's going to give you the motivation you need to keep leveraging it in, in basically the same way, but deeper because of the fact that you saw how much value it created for you in such a small period of time. Okay. So that's step three. Step four, you know, whenever you're trying to implement a new habit, most say it could take 21 days. I've heard 30 days. There's a lot of ranges for it. However, what I would say is, Like, look at it. And I did this. I did a challenge with myself, a 30-day challenge to effectively use it every day for an hour and then track in a log what use cases I learned or what were the opportunities I saw based from using it, right? And you don't have to go an hour. You can do 15 minutes. And and that's so simple, right? But then track it. And so what you do is track the use cases. And if you do that over a period of time, you'll get tons of motivation and excitement about what's possible in doing this. And then last but not least, step five, lead your organization. Okay. You don't need to be a leader in terms of be the CEO, but, and this, this stands for anyway, this could be an entry level position, whether you're entry level sales, entry level marketing, this could be mid-level manager, director, VP, C-level, whatever. But if you take the lead with yourself and understanding that, what's going to happen is you are going to start to now be the go-to person. If you start 
like learning how to use it yourself and sharing it with your colleagues of the AI expert in the organization. This is going to do two things. One, it's going to future-proof your job at that company or, or career or position that you're at, as long as you're executing it at a solid level, other sides of it. But two, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's jobs out there where you know Netflix is hiring AI experts $900,000. Prompt engineers are getting paid three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars a year. And so I'm not saying right now that you need to automatically switch positions or anything like that. However, just follow the money, follow the interest. Everybody wants to upskill their org on it. Imagine, you know, if you're if you're trying to get attention or you're just trying to up level yourself, imagine what's possible if you start doing that and then taking the lead and sharing it with other people. Right. And it doesn't need to just be in your organization. It could be friends. It could be family. It could be just online on social. Like you'll find out that people will be blown away and new opportunities will start to come from you, come to you, if you will. The reason why I'm telling you this is because this is exactly what happened to me. I started getting really, really excited about it, interested, started sharing it with people. And then, you know, people really started coming to me like, hey, Ryan, how do I do this? What's possible here? How do you do that? Right. I've gotten consulting engagements for it. I have advisory companies coming for it. I have speaking uh, panels and requests that I get all the time for this. And so as a result, it starts to align with your brand of, you know, really being the next level person who's has an opportunity to look and grow and be the expert in the space that you will, A, not be automated and B, look at not just being the automated, but being the leader in this transformation. So that's pretty much everything I had today. You know, this is an escapable collusion, conclusion. Basically, you're either riding the wave or you are getting crushed by it. Okay, so the, the challenge is up to you. I wanted to make this specifically to call this out because I see so many people falling asleep at the wheel with this. And I, it's like my moral responsibility to let you know that this is happening. It's also the reason why I'm creating that sales AI accelerator so that I'm basically democratizing all the cost and time that it took me to learn and understand it, which it wasn't the cost, it was more the time and the nuances and compress that into a very simple way. So once again, feel free to check out the wait list. It's in the, um, the show notes. You can check it out. And I really appreciate your time today. I hope you like these formats. Let me know. Shoot me a note. Pop me a rating if you enjoyed it. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for checking out the Scale Up Show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering in revenue growth so they can flip it and create a life of their own design. So if you enjoyed this show, please like, review, share it on social, and more importantly, just share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you think could learn and benefit from what you heard on today. But the more we get the message out, the more people we could help, the bigger the impact we make, and the bigger the community gets, which helps everybody. So once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.